welcome to Spectrum Days, the podcast where we ruin our childhood memories of games we used to play. With me, Chris, and my cousin Phil. Hello. Hello, Phil. We've got to say really good stuff about this game. <laughs> There's none of your usual, oh, I find it boring, or oh, I just didn't understand it, or oh, the keys are too complicated. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so what game are we going to try and remember today yeah, we're going to try to remember jetpack we all remember jetpack don't we <laughs> surely we all remember it i do i do remember jetpack um before we get into jetpack quick shout out to gary again gary i not thank you very much for the thumbnail for uh the last episodes thanks we do appreciate that Especially for me, because I don't have to do it. So thank you, Gary. I love you, man. So, let's get on to Jetpack. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what Jetpack is, the two people out there, the, these young people that, that for some reason Chris thinks are listening to us old farts yeah. going on about <laughs> Spectrum games. Uh, it's an arcade-style shooter. Came out in 1983 on the Spectrum and the VIC-20. And when I was researching this and realised that it came out on the VIC-20, it uh, put me in a bit of a quandary because I had the VIC-20 before I had the Spectrum. In fact, it was the first computer I owned. So I actually suddenly thought, oh, I might have played this on the VIC-20 and not the Spectrum and played it on the Spectrum much later on. But anyway, there we are. So it came out on the spec in the VIC-20, which was the Commodore computer if you're not familiar with the vic 20 and in 1984 on the bbc so this uh, for once i can't say my usual line of this came out on absolutely everything because it didn't come out on that much uh obviously being an early title perhaps there weren't many platforms for it to come out on but just the specky the vic 20 in the bbc which i was surprised at uh it's made by ultimate play the game uh, the basic idea was to shoot aliens as you fly around with your jetpack, picking up pieces of your rocket as your rocket's been sort of split into various different bits on the screen. Uh, and you've got to, you collect them. So you start with a base and then the middle and then the top. You pick them up, drop them. They drop onto the top and it sort of makes the rocket for you. Once you've made the rocket, then you pick up these fuel bits of fuel that are lying around. And again, the same, you, you fly over the top of the ship and they automatically, from memory, I think they automatically drop down and fill the ship till the ship is full of fuel. Once it is, it takes off and you go to the next level. And it's pretty much the same again, the next level, once you've done that. Really, um, really easy game then. Yeah, easy. Yeah, I, I remember it being very, very easy. So don't you worry, Chris. I am, I am racking my memory, and I get a dreadful feeling that it wasn't that easy. <laughs> well, it was, well, it was quite an early one. It was sixteen. You worked on the sixteen K because you had the sixteen K spectrum. Yeah, didn't you, yeah. Initially. So, so, so what we've learned being old people playing these old games is that the general attitude was to make these games as hard as possible right from the very first level right <laughs> so and now i'm now i'm thinking did you know I, I can't think that if we got if i got very far in the game i, I for sure played it i would have been 10 ish 10 or so when yeah. when we had this game yeah. definitely played it um i think it's a classic it doesn't stick in my memory as well as manic minor um so yeah uh, what I would like to know, though, is why is it called Jetpack without a K? 
Jets base pack. No, there is a follow-up. There is, there is there a follow-up. Someone's... Well, and then there's been a recent kind of version as well. Yeah, which I was shocked. I mean, that, that, well, there are a number of ways you can play the game, which one of which I didn't realise, um, even though I had the game, which was on the N64. On Really? Yeah, it was it, hidden within... Um, um, oh, what's the monkey? A rare game? <laughs> what's the monkey game? <laughs> what's the gorilla? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's it. Donkey Kong. Well remember, Chris, your encyclopedic <laughs> mind there. Hey, what do you mean you fuck up my name? Are you some sort of idiot? Hey, I mean, look, it's on the tie, okay? DK, Donkey Kong. It's on the top of every arcade cabinet in the world. It's on every single game the rare ever made. Okay, I'm on. I'm everywhere. I'm more important than the guy whose name that's been stuck to my freaking arm. Okay, I might be part of the Super Mario bloody world, but it ain't nothing. Okay, I'm Donkey Kong. Okay, remember it, or I'm going to get you, and I'm bringing these bananas, and you won't like where they're going. <laughs> yeah, Donkey Kong 64. It was on Donkey Kong. It was hidden. But uh, yeah, because you, as really? you mentioned, yes, it is a rare game. And by rare game, we don't mean that it's um, rare that you can't get hold of it. But Ultimate Play the Game did eventually become the company Rare. It was the Stamper brothers, Chris and Tim Stamper, who were the writers and graphical artists on Jetpack. They, yes, eventually it turned into the uh, production house and... and almighty team that made amazing games uh, i think probably most well known on the n64 the game was pretty popular which is probably why it um has featured on the rare rare replay uh got the golden joystick award game of the year in 1983 when it came out it's got 9 out of 10 in CMVG. Uh, Eurogamer did a retro review of it and gave it 9 out of 10 fairly recently. And it was voted 14th in Retro Gamer's list of 100 greatest games of all time, which is pretty amazing. It sold at the time over 300,000 copies. Uh, apparently, I don't know how they know this, but it made about a million pounds for Ultimate, which uh, started them off and, uh, yeah, eventually becoming becoming rare. Not rare, but rare. Pounds. Yeah, well, apparently. Yeah, so so the internet tells me. So did you say there were, apart from being able to play it inside other games, were there any follow-ups? Or was it just Jetpack? Well, there was Lunar Jetman, which right. I do vaguely remember I, that, that's not the one i sort of remember playing i think that was with vehicles this time as opposed to the spaceship i seem to remember um and solar jet man but that was an nes game now solar jet wow. man i do remember from the days of working in the shop but obviously by you know jetpack and things like that we wouldn't have been selling spectrum games but i do remember um, yeah, Solar Jetman, uh, the NES game. I can I can picture the packet, the uh, the box art for that. So I I do remember yeah. that that was 1990 that came out. So again, you know, even by the time I was working in the shop, it was actually a fairly old game. But I do do remember it vaguely. Ah. and then I see that some there's been some kind of um, homebrew indie versions later in 2017. There was Jetpack Bob. <laughs> Based on the classic jetpack, 
Yeah, Jetpack Bob. <laughs> and then using that code base, someone's got to made a Jetpack Neo in 2021. Jetpack Neo. Virtual reality version of Jetpack. Wow, imagine yeah. that. That'd be nausea inducing. So you um but you don't know the um why it's called Jetpack without a K then? No, do you know that that that, that wasn't something that came out from my research. That wasn't something that was troubling me, Chris. I didn't no, think oh, oh we're, we're, we're doing a podcast about jetpack. I'll look into the deep <laughs> meaningful reasons for why they called it jetpack. But it was bleeding obvious because the guy's got a jetpack and he flies around with a jetpack. It didn't occur to me that, oh, they've shown it in a really funny way, like everyone did back in the 80s and 90s, with a Z and a K to make it look cool for the kids. Well, well later on, they decided to rename it Jetman, Solar, Solar Jetman. Yeah, well, you know, that was follow-up day, you know. Times move on, mate. Look, some of the other games we'd have been playing in like, other releases, I was looking at what came out in 1983. I mean, it's just, uh, there's no way I can read all this out. We'd, we, we've already been talking about how these, these podcasts go on too long. <laughs> there are a number of games that came out. Granny's Garden, Crazy Balloons, Frogger, Reader of the Cursed Mind, Bear Bother. Do you remember that? Bothering Bears? Cosmic Debris Dimension Destructors. Morris Meets the Bikers. I think that's a... That, that yeah, sounds that, familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. Piebald, yeah. Barmy uh, Burgers, Killer Kong. See, Killer Kong. How about Airwolf? How about Airwolf? Manic Miner came out. Sticks yeah, came out. Game. Both Matthew Great Smith game. games. Cassette 50. Yeah. Do you remember that being advertised in all the um, magazines? Cassette 50. Uh, 50. 50 great games. And they were all terrible. <laughs> 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 Just oh dear. Hall of Things, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Ah, see here here it's spelt cool. S-N-A-T-C-H-A-S exclamation mark. Invasion of the do Body think... Snatchers. <laughs> Snatchers. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's because <laughs> you, you know that we didn't have online dictionaries and no, it's because it's just cool, maybe man. Just... It was the eighties. Duran Duran and all that. <laughs> Scuba Dive. Scuba Dive came out in 1983. Black Hole. Oh, Scuba Dive was good. Pyramid. Airwolf. Was Airwolf that year? Ah, Diddums. Jumping Jack. Zip Zap. Zoom. Splat. Fred. (laughs) Valhalla. You just listed that. (laughs) Oh, Valhalla. I definitely, yes. Micro Mouse goes debugging. Now that sounds like a fun game. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with my game. Okay, there's nothing wrong with being a mouse. There's nothing wrong with debugging. You guys wouldn't have games if it weren't for us little mice debugging. You guys could do with a bit more debugging nowadays with your modern games that just get patched on day one instead of them being right out of the game. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with my game. Better than jet crap. <laughs> So yeah, Chris, do, do you actually remember? Do you actually remember playing it? I got a feeling of playing it. Like I know I played it for sure, and I got this feeling it was quite difficult. And I, but it's it doesn't stick out in my mind as much. I think as much as Manic Miner or mm. or even Horace. Or Tuberous Breed Challenge or Match Day. Match Day. I used to play a lot of Match Day. Um, 
but yeah, it, so I for sure played it, but nothing really sticks out except for an, an ominous feeling that it's difficult. <laughs> and, um, but then that might be recency bias because everything that we've looked at has been incredibly difficult from, from back in the, the day, everything, yeah, right? So, yeah. you know. That was their modus operandi. Let's make the game as difficult as possible yeah. in a few, few seconds. I mean, no one's no, no one's going to want the challenge of getting to late levels. Let's show them how difficult we can make it from the first level. So um, we'll see. But then, okay, yeah, but it wasn't like anger-inducing difficulty either. So I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't remember. What, what about you? What was your thoughts and memories of actually playing it well it's funny we mentioned it off mic and it was mentioned to producer john who's skulking around there in the background and i did say i distinctly remember the sort of laser sound and that the the, uh, the majority of the time you're having to shoot because the enemies to, uh, to echo what chris has just said yes it is quite I, I remember it being a fairly difficult game and it's because the process is simple of putting the ship together, refueling it, bang, you're off. It's technically quite short. Each arcade stage is quite short, but you're being totally bombarded left and right by the enemies. So you are, I think, from memory, this is from memory, you are having to constantly shoot the whole time to sort of clear your way to get to these bits and pieces to put the ship together and put the fuel, fuel in. When researching it, this isn't a term that I would have known at the time and certainly i didn't remember this function of the game but it's described as being wraparound so that you can go off one side and you appear the other a bit like the gateway in pac-man where you can go off the board and you come back on the other side right, i didn't right. remember that that i only when when researching it i was like oh okay and i've never heard the term wraparound i, I didn't know what wraparound right. never, i've never I, I haven't come across that so i i i now that sort of helped me form a picture in my mind of playing it but i don't genuinely don't remember that that you could do that but when i had it i bought it on the spectrum i got it on the ricochet label which is one of those sort of budget label re-release type labels so i bought it much later on the spectrum that i had was the one to eight so i would have got this a lot you know i don't know probably three years after it came out something like that um but yeah looking on ebay and i recently sold a lot of my spectrum stuff i say recently probably a year or two ago now um for when i was researching this i thought oh i'll have a look because as people know we've got a youtube channel so i try and get at least some props for the video some original games or a magazine or something to reference the uh, game that we're looking at and i thought well i'll have a look i'm surely surely uh, jetpack will be a a dime a dozen everyone bought it um so i had a look and good lord it's expensive (laughs) It's, it really is a rare in inverted commas game, it would seem. How, ex- how expensive? Well, you can buy, there's a um, Sinclair Research Edition. So presumably, I don't know whether that one, I can't imagine that came out first. I would have thought Ultimates. But anyway, there was a Sinclair Research version, which is a silver top and black base with the uh, jetpack man on the front cover you should, you'll probably see it if you look it up i'll put it on the screen for those of you who are watching on a youtube channel that is going for around 100 150 quid yeah what? i know I, I i know just the ultimate play the game version 
the I suppose the standard version, I assume that it is, is going for around twenty quid. Well, I'm I'm looking at eBay right now, and I can see the ZX Spectrum Sinclair Research Original, mm. and this is where all the confusion is coming from because that definitely looks like Jet, then a space. Pack. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Well, what's the <laughs> ultimate? Is it, is it? What's the ultimate one? The ultimate one is Jet, and there's no space between. Right. The pack. Uh, well, that, there <laughs> so we are. Then. This is uh, clearly this is very very important. It is. I mean, it is. Someone, please. We need to contact someone. That's there you go. On the uh, on the Spectrum ROM cartridge version, that also looks like Jet Space Pack. So clearly, they had it. Then. The ultimate version, there's no space between the jet and the pack. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention the ROM, didn't we? Yeah, it's one of the few titles that came out on the ROM, which I think plugged into the something, one of the uh, uh, things that goes in the back of the spectrum. Uh, yeah. Is, uh, I can't remember what it is. Someone, oh. someone let us know. Yeah, well, no, there was, an, there was an attachment you put in to the spectrum, and then the ROM cartridge goes into that. Well, the interfaces. Is it interface two? Something yeah. like that. So, yeah, it's one of the few titles well, that come out on the ROM cartridge. Well, I can't believe this. I'm looking now, and there's a um, there's a, a version being sold from the UK, uh, but it's got the Spanish um, instructions. <laughs> Helpful. And, it, and it's going for and it's going for two hundred dollars. Wow. So do let us know below. Have you got an original Jetpack? Are you now <laughs> scrabbling around your eyes trying to find your copy of Jetpack? Are you phoning your parents now? Mum, can you go up in the yeah. loft? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the version yeah. I had was the Ricochet one. I think it is Ricochet. I, I, I'll, I'll, again, I'll put it up on the screen. I think it's got like a bullet going through the word Ricochet. And um, that was the version I had. Well, I assume that's not worth as much as say that would have been a one ninety nine uh, game anyway. Much later on in the in the game's life, but yeah, I was pretty shocked uh, to say the least when I when I looked that up. Particularly the um, Sinclair Research version. That's just insane. Right. What about the theme tune? Can you remember the theme tune? No, I can just remember the lasers. <laughs> which you'll find when you now hear the game. That's a very accurate uh, rendition of it. I think the yeah. ship makes some sort of noise. I think the, cl the screen clears and the ship sort of takes off. And, uh, or, I might be, or I might be confusing yeah. that with when you uh, do get the 24 lines in Tetris on the highest difficulty and high speed <laughs> where you get the space shuttle taking off I just, I, I, that's very very geeky i know but i might be confusing the two well i mean maybe this is the moment we can actually go off and play the game yes and stop struggling with our old memories hello and Who um, are you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it, guys. We are now going to go off and play it. The, uh, so uh, join us in part two. It'll only be a few seconds for you, what with the magic of editing. And don't forget, there is a link below if you're watching this on YouTube. You can click on there and go to the Internet Archive where you can actually play the game and play along with us. So do join us for part two, which will begin in about a few seconds. But for me and Chris and producer John, it'll be several days where we go off and try and play Jetpack. <laughs> And we're back. Welcome to part two of Spectrum Days, where we're looking at the mighty jetpack. Um, yeah, it's really good. I think that's all we need to say. 
<laughs> on on to the next game. What did you think, Chris? There's a, there's a lot more to discuss. It was um, it was really good. I mean, See, I told you, on to the next game. It was really good. Why is why why is Jetpack so oh, much Oh, you think people are going to want to really know what we think about it? Not yeah, just they might want to know why we on. think. Ah. This is go- this has gone straight to my top top ten. I mean, for retro games, this is it so far. You've only this played is eleven. Best. This is our twelfth <laughs> podcast or something. <laughs> it's, just, it's not saying much. That it's gone into your top ten. Well, we've done some classics already. Classics, it's far better than, yeah. It's far better than any Mega Drive game that we've played. <sighs> Riddle Ooh. me that. Well, thanks for watching the channel, all you Sega fans. <laughs> um, and it's not even nostalgia. I don't think this one is, is anything to do with nost- nostalgia. It's just a real good game. The first part of this podcast is nostalgia, where we're talking about it. You're saying all that, people shouldn't ignore that, What you all that other stuff that you said. No, but there's so, you know, everyone's everyone can have their own opinion, but there's a lot of people saying that Airwolf was too hard. and was. That, that, A lot of that, pe- everyone, <laughs> you mean. And that Desert Strike was not boring. I ran a yeah, poll. Desert Strike on, was great. I ran a poll on Twitter and they all said it was great. But personally for me, they're looking through um, rose-tinted nostalgic glasses <laughs> because I've played it recently and it was boring. And... Uh, <laughs> Jetpack is not boring. Why, why did you really like Jetpack good. then? Why? Why? Well, uh, I mean, again, we should have some kind of um, image, uh, a map where we yeah, for some notes <laughs> where I could see what year and what month this game was made in. But a lot of the complaints we have about the other games are that there's, you know, often there's, there's no progression. You know, remember Manic Miner Level One so so hard even the developer said he made the very first level hard so that mm. you get to see how hard he could make it or something strange yeah, yeah. um we saw in desert strike you just seemed to have all of the weapons available right from the beginning and it just seemed okay it got harder but i think it, it was just staying awake which was the hard thing about desert strike <laughs> playing that uh, but jetpack is is responsive the way you float around the screen it just just works it's so responsive the the collision detection is pretty good and um, and then the enemies just kind of ramp up it's the first of these games where i feel that the the, the difficulty level ramps up so your mm. very first level, um, the kind of asteroids that come on fly more or less horizontally. They don't. They do one um, thing, don't they? Basically, yeah, exactly one mm. thing. Then you go to the next level, and you've got these kind of like um, they furry things, alien furry things. Yeah, yeah the furry is things. Of, yes, is that like a reference to a Star Trek or Trouble with Tribbles? Yeah, well, oh, we'd have to look up then, the dates. I don't very yeah. very local then. <laughs> <laughs> Trouble with troubles. <laughs> Hello there, it's me, William Shatner. You're probably surprised to find out that I sound like this. That's because I really, I'm from the old west country of England, and I'm not American at all. Uh, no, I was just pretending not to be on that there Star Trek. And in fact, uh, that Leonard Dimoy, he's from Cornwall. Yeah, ha! Yeah, you wouldn't believe it, would you? But anyway, there you go. Uh, yeah, troubles. Uh, these furry little buggers that I'm surrounded by now. Uh, in fact, the uh, the construction team here uh, down at uh, Desi Lou, uh, they just combed my back. 
and uh, made it out of the, my own hairs. So, uh, yeah, just smells of my back. Anyway, there. Uh, yeah, I love Jetpack. Uh, good game, that. I used to play it on the old Vic 20. Done an advert for that. Uh, anyway, there you go. Jetpack. Uh, I expect I completed it because I'm bloody brilliant and everything. You're probably not um, allowed to mention that. We'll probably have Dizzy Lou after us for mentioning that <laughs> copyrighted word. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it just kind of ramps up. It's really good. It's just a good game. It's What's enjoyable. After the furries. Furries after the furries. Balloons, they wobble around a bit. Yeah. Balloons. And you got some and you got like some like fighter jets or something. Yes. But you're right, fight. the AI it is I mean there is an AI. There is an well, AI well, sort of programmed into each of these different enemies, isn't it? They, they've got yeah. their own it's very their grandiose own, very yeah. grandiose term for path. You know, path. Um, they've just got their paths, and they've got some yeah, kind of but logic. They do, it, where it they changes to, to the to, that they react to where you are. It isn't like the balloons are just sort of floating around a bit. But like then, when you get to like those the, the like, you know, fighter jet, they look like F fifteen fighter jets. They sort of hover <laughs> at the, end of the screen, don't they? And then they shoot across when you're there. Things start homing in on you more. Things start learning where you are because it's a very i found playing the game you you, you there's a cu couple of different tactics there isn't just one thing you do it's not just shoot 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 get the things you can use the the top of the screen hang around on the platforms because it, it it doesn't that doesn't really change does it you've got the three green platforms yeah yeah so you sort of stay on that middle one and sort of you're almost guarding it or almost becomes like a tower defense game where you're sort of guarding that area and hope that the fuel pods don't land on the floor. Because if you land on the floor, then you've got to look for a gap in the enemies to yeah, get down to the bottom. Yeah, there's some moments, though, when I quite liked them to come on the bottom and then use the jetpack booster, just tapping it lightly on the floor, because that kind of speeds you up. Yes, you sort of zoom oh, around oh, a bit. Yeah. Exactly. So sometimes if they drop on the floor, then it's quicker to get them to your spaceship. Yes. And then sometimes... You want, and then there's, it's always that. It's always a lot of decisions, risk, reward. It's do you let the fuel, um, do you drop the fuel onto your spaceship from up on high and it slowly mm. drops down, which means you're on the screen longer and you might get hit whilst it's dropping yeah. down? Or yeah. do you quickly shoot down yourself and deliver it right on the spaceship? Mm. Because that's a quicker delivery mechanism, let's say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's all these, and then of course you get the the gold bars and the uh, there's some other kind of bonus points that come up. Yeah, um, and should you go for those? And, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, diff it's difficult for it was difficult for me not to go for those. Um, but yeah, uh, they, yeah, it's um, I just it's just an uh, a joyful kind of game. I enjoyed mm. it, but this does perform like it did yeah. and to echo what you're saying the controls are good in it if you if you if you die it's your fault sometimes i thought it there was a, some collisions on the character's head that i was thinking oh that's not it didn't get me that might, i think that's just sometimes. i think that, that i think that might just <laughs> might be the technology but the, 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 the actual quality of the control of that main character is very very good and very smooth yeah uh, and the the gun 
is good or laser cannon or whatever the weapon works really really well yeah well look at that you as know. well it, it's this that, that you can have you can have auto fire if you just let keep the key pressed down but it won't it's not an infinite auto fire it sort of stops there is a, a cadence to the 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 amount of shots the kind of speed and and, and it, you can't just you can't just keep blasting. It does sort of stop, but that's just when the enemies then get through your blast. So they, even mm. the, the timings, they must have done a lot of gameplay to get these kind of parameters right, right? I mean, mm. a little bit less... If you could shoot for a little bit longer in one burst, it might have made it a little bit easier. If you could shoot a little bit less in each burst, it would have made it that harder. So getting mm. the quantity of the laser bursts you can get must have required quite a lot of testing and playing and things like that. So I think that's really good. I wonder if later levels, because although I did like the game a lot, I mean, I only got to the space shuttle, which is the next spaceship after the first rocket ship that yeah. you built. I wonder if the platforms ever do change. The green, the green platforms. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know that. I'll, um, I'll sort, I shall do some checking. Uh, those of you who are watching on our YouTube channel are obviously watching footage of us playing it i will see online and i'll put on the screen now if it if it does change um but yeah i'm not sure i certainly don't remember as a kid it, it changing beyond what we we saw that when we've been playing it this week um but I, yeah I, I, you know. again again yeah yeah like i like it and you're right it's just as i remember it but i don't really remember getting much further no. so Again, that kind of like, oh, it's great, but did I not have the patience to even play it for like to keep going? I don't know. I was say, I, I do wonder that, and I was wondering that when I was playing it. But I think you you touched on this earlier on when you said about the bonuses and the things that you can pick up. This is still an arcade game where if you were sat there with your mate, it yeah. wouldn't necessarily have been. Oh, I got to level thirty eight because there's no indication of level particularly per se. Yeah. It's about points. Yeah. You know, that's why Correct. they're throwing these things at you. These yeah. On, to pick up. Yeah. On the, on the UI there, on the user interface, there is a one up high score and a two up. So, they, and there is on the menu, right? You could play a mm. two player. So we would have been, you would have had your brother, your father, your, your whoever, your mate there, and yeah. you would have played two games. And Girlfriend you would have, in my case, but yeah. <laughs> Play <laughs> 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 oh, <Trade> jetpack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Good game. It is. Did you know? Why is the the spaceship? Why is it called U one? What, what spaceship? In jetpack, the game is we it? played. Oh, that game. When, when you build the rocket. About? When you yeah. build a rocket, it says it's called U one. What else are they going to do? And then when you build the um, the space shuttle, yeah. it's called U two. Oh, so there are levels. Yeah, there you go. I oh, see. I didn't even spot that. Too too busy doing something else. <laughs> Everyone's going to be so disappointed. Um. So, so yeah, I mean, a strangely uplifting second half in that it, it was a game that I enjoyed. Um, I tried to play it on the, um, on that portable console thing I've got 
What have you got? Um, the um, Anbernick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't load. But I did play a little bit of Lunar Solar. Solar. Solar Jetman? Yes. That's the one. Was that the one on the NES? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, but oh, it's gosh, a, I haven't it's, played that for a long time. It's a bit different. Yeah, it's a bit different. You don't get to see the jetpack man until you blow your spaceship up and then he pops out. <laughs> and it's not quite the same, but it's sort of similar. But I would have liked to have played a game like this. It's funny because I was, I was also thinking, where is a space for a jetpack game nowadays? What, what I mean in, is that I think this would be quite a good little hyper casual game on a mobile phone, right? Mm. On, a, on an iPhone, Android, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know if it would work because you don't have a joystick or a, a real keyboard. So it'd have to be the screen. So yeah. it would be so much better. I mean, you'd have to have a virtual stick, which again, virtual sticks aren't very aren't that great. So we'd we'd need left, right, you need to be able to fire. Well, just to continually and to fire, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, but um, yeah, maybe there is a. I've not, um, I've I've not seen a game like this on the App Store. Maybe there is one like it, and um, and I just haven't seen haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, this kind of game because you wouldn't pay for this on a PC or on a console, right? But it's still fun for a few minutes. I don't know. Did this get? redone is there a new version of this or uh, you know i actually haven't i haven't checked it but please do let us know if we are um talking out of turn here and it and uh, and it yeah. does exist in in some modern form again if you're watching yeah. the video i might well have found it by then and i'll put it on the screen but um let us know in the comments below and also we'd yeah. like to know what you think about this game is this a game that you've been playing regularly if you're a fan of the spectrum or like us is this one that you'd sort of um, forgotten about and have come back to recently did you click on the link under our video and have a go at the game we'd be interested to know did you like it like me and chris it's it's, it's nice to know that we've um, popped our uh, liking cherry and that uh, chris Chris finally's uh, Chris finally managed to join the uh, ZX Spectrum Club, where he actually enjoys games again. Hopefully, this will encourage him to play more games. Yeah, I don't know. I'm already thinking it would be good to have a game that I really hated on. I could rage, you know. You want to? Ra you miss ranting, do you? you? Miss ranting? Yeah, yeah. Already <laughs> now, it's just, it's just too nice. <laughs> It was just too nice of an experience, Jetpack. It was good. Well, that's why it's going for like 100 quid or something on flipping well, eBay. May, maybe. Yeah. It must be. Yeah. It can't because it's rare. Surely everyone had Ooh. it. What about the sound? What about it? We haven't so, mentioned the sound. <laughs> quite, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have, there's no theme tune, right? It's just a, yeah. Uh, I don't know, is it? No, I don't think so. You get the ship going. Yeah, it's more just the laser blast. That's all you get. Pretty much. Uh, it's a really good game. I like it. I like, um, yeah. It's good. You can tell right. this by the same guys that did Battletoads and eventually Goldeneye. And <laughs> it's a rare thought. <laughs> oh, a rare thought, excuse the pun. Oh. But there we are. Yeah. Um, well, so... 
if there is not much else for us to say about that, except for I'd give it like if there was a Spectrum Days um, kind of reward system, I'd give it a thumbs up if that existed. Wow, it's a thumbs up. It's a thumbs up for technical system, isn't it? It's a thumbs up. What show? What was that? What show was that? Was that a TV show or a magazine? A thumbs I think up. It was the Romans, me. wasn't it? <laughs> thumbs yeah. up. Thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was a TV show. I think it was a time in history, wasn't it? Well, I give this a thumbs up. Most yeah, definitely. I'll give it seven than... out of ten. There we are. I'll give it a thumbs up. Right, you've got your system, I've got mine. Well, I'll get seven. <laughs> All right, does, that, does that... Nine. Uh, nine. Nine out of... 9.5 <laughs> out of 10. Oh, I don't know. 95%? Yeah, 95. No, that's... Is that 9.5? Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. yeah. See, that's that's the annoying thing, isn't it, back then? It was, it was 70% was average. Yeah. Not 50%. Oh, Which back in I the day, it, never understood fifty percent. Man, it was a terrible game. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which, that's like five out of ten. That's like a thumbs in the middle. It's like a thumbs. No, no, which that's would thumbs, be average. Well, that's, that's what I mean. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so this is it's a like well thumbs hat, thumbs starting to go movie. down. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Can we? Can we? Do, can we look, what's what's the next game? Let's just move on. We've established <laughs> we've found a really good game. What's next, Chris? <laughs> yeah, go and play Jetpack. Um, I think uh, the next game we're going to play is uh, one that everyone must have played. Uh, we're going to look at Tetris. Shit. Jesus! You can email us at hello at spectrumdays.com and you can contact us on Twitter at spectrumdayspod. And you can also find us on YouTube just by looking up Spectrum Days. <laughs>